Hey, I'm glad you made it. We wouldn't start without you. It's time for an apple fritter. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day's The Fritter. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Now I got another question. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling like a man? Are you feeling like a woman? Or are you feeling in between somewhere, in between the genders? Today's topic is a little controversial maybe, but we're talking about transgenders. People who feel like they're not what they were born as. And I have to tell you, I am to the right of all of this. I don't agree with it. I think that it's a mental issue that people should seek help about and discuss. I don't get me wrong. I do believe that some people suffer from gender dysphoria. Look at Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner. But there's somebody that was suffering for a long time with it and went through all the jumped through all the hoops that they had to jump through and didn't just jump into it and say, oh, voila, here I am, I'm Caitlin. He spoke with doctors and therapists for years before he made his final move, or her final move, I'm sorry. But nowadays, people just wake up one day and decide, I'm no longer a guy, I'm a girl. Take, for instance, Leah Thomas. The swimmer who who upset the Penn State swimming team, one minute he's on the men's team at Penn State, and he's ranked 462nd. A couple of months go by, and he decides he's a girl now, and forces himself onto the girls' swimming team, and ranks number one. (laughs) I mean, what happened there? And I I looked him up in Wikipedia, And he says, oh, he felt like a girl back in high school, the end of his high school years. Well, it didn't stop him from joining the men's team, but he ranked 462nd. All of a sudden, when his rank was that that bad, he felt more, more female. So he joined the girls' team. And now don't even get me started on Dylan Mulvaney. This guy... He has YouTube videos of him in short saying women have bulges in their crotch. Let me tell you something. If I came across a woman that had a bulge in her crotch, I would go so far the other way that you'd never see me again. You're taking, you're taking on a, the persona of a woman as if it's a Halloween costume. He celebrated 365 days and became a girl. Come on, give me a break. I don't know what the hell's wrong with people today. And then, you know, they tell you being transgender is not a disease. Yet, a Fourth Circuit Court judge saw fit to give transgender people coverage benefits under the ADA laws, the Americans with Disability Act. They're they're covered. Trans, transgender people are covered under the ADA. So, are they are they disabled? Do they have a disease, or does the ADA mean nothing anymore? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go on about it. But this is an informative uh, episode today. And Dave's going to explain the best he can about understanding genders and gender diversity. So sit back, relax, and listen to what Dave has to tell you. Understanding gender identity. Does gender exist on a spectrum, with several gender identities to choose from? There's so much diversity in how we identify ourselves and the way we express love for one another. Just as there are different kinds of love, we can become sexually and romantically attracted to our partners in different ways, if we experience sexual or romantic attraction at all. The relationship we have with our own bodies as it relates to gender and sexual orientation can also be a complicated one. Everyone is built differently, and many of us come to realize aspects of our own gender in ways that can be challenging, exciting and complex. Over time, as language has evolved and we've learned more about gender identity, gender expression and sexual orientation, healthcare providers and organizations like the American Counseling Association have determined multiple ways someone can identify in terms of how they feel about themselves and how they feel about others. One example of gender inclusivity might be, rather than refer to someone of Latin American descent as Latina or Latino, a more gender-inclusive term we use now is Latinx. Sometimes, this search for understanding how we identify can happen later in life, but often, this journey begins when we're young. Most teens struggle with figuring out who they are as a person. That's part of what teenage years are meant to be, exploring your identity as a person says pediatric psychologist Vanessa K. Jensen, PsyD, ABPP. There's no right answer for determining how you identify related to gender and sexuality, but discovery usually begins with internal awareness and may include exploring how you can express your gender identity and sexual orientation with others. However you arrive at your identity, it's important that you do so safely and you check in with yourself often along the way. It's so much easier when you have a path in almost anything, says Dr. Jensen. Having a group you can identify with can be very comforting. Having a label can give us a place to be in our own head, and at times, in our social lives and what we do day to day. That's true for many people, but it's especially true in our teen and young adult journeys. Here, Dr. Jensen helps us walk through several common terms used to describe gender identity and gender expression. Gender identity is typically expressed in the way you label yourself, how you physically present yourself to others and how you feel about your own body. Discovering your gender identity is a journey we all take. Some of us arrive at and understand our gender identity quickly. Some of us know on day one where we're going, and some of us take the most direct path to get there. Some of us might take a more scenic route with a few stops along the way until we arrive at our final destination. And that's okay. You are valid, no matter how you arrive at understanding your gender identity. For a lot of people, these things happen very organically and naturally, says Dr. Jensen. This is about more than just our bodies. This is about who we are. And that includes external and internal aspects of ourselves. As language continues to evolve, we're coming up with new ways to explain how we feel about who we are every day. This list, though not all inclusive, is a good first step in understanding the various ways we and those around us identify gender, keeping in mind that not everyone agrees on the definition of each label and that they're continually changing. Agender. This term describes someone who feels like they don't fit any gender. They may not ascribe to, identify with, 
the gender binary of males and females, someone who doesn't identify with the polar opposites of male or female. They also don't feel comfortable with other gender variant terms. Androgynous. This term describes someone who feels comfortable expressing themselves in a more gender neutral way. They may express varying aspects of masculinity and femininity. How they express themselves may vary day to day, but they don't generally appear dramatically male or female. Bigender. People who are bigender experience characteristics of two genders at the same time. Though this typically means the male female gender binary, you could experience aspects of other genders, too. If you're bigender, you don't want to label yourself as just one or the other, but you don't want to reject either one, so you identify with both, explains Dr. Jensen. Butch. Some may see this as a derogatory label, while others may claim this term to define how they identify in an affirming way. This term is often reserved for those who identify strongly with masculine cultural traits physically, sexually, mentally, and/or emotionally. Historically, this term has been used by lesbian women who express more masculine characteristics. Similar to a few other labels listed here, this should be a self identification, not a label you ascribe to other people. Cisgender. This term describes someone whose gender identity matches their assigned sex at birth. If you were born female and identify as female, you're cisgender. If you were born male and identify as male, you're also cisgender. Fem. Fem has often been reserved for those who identify strongly with feminine cultural traits physically, sexually, mentally, andor emotionally. Historically, this term has been used within the lesbian community. However, it also commonly applies to people who are male identifying in gender and express more feminine characteristics. This can also be used by anyone of any gender who identifies with feminine traits. FTM, female to male. This is typically a medical abbreviation to describe a transition for a transgender person. The first letter indicates someone's assigned sex at birth, and the last letter indicates someone's gender identity and expression. FTM indicates a female transition to male. This is one of those medical abbreviations that can be perceived as pejorative, notes Dr. Jensen. But people may see that in a medical document or journal. Intersex. This is an umbrella term that technically means between the sexes. People who are intersex carry variations in their reproductive and sexual anatomy that differ from what's fully male or female. For example, a baby might be born with genitalia that is not completely male or completely female, or they might have variations of XX and XY chromosomes. Medically, these rare conditions are referred to as disorders of sex differentiation, or differences of sex development. Language is evolving. Some people may find the term DSD controversial. As it implies intersex as a disorder in need of treatment rather than a biological variation. However, the term intersex continues to be recognized by the LGBTQIA community and has gained more traction as an identity within the last decade. MTF, male to female. This is typically a medical abbreviation to describe a transition for a transgender person. The first letter indicates someone's assigned sex at birth, and the last letter indicates someone's gender identity and expression. MTF indicates a male transition to female. Non binary. If you're non binary, you don't ascribe to the male female binary. Instead of identifying as male or female, you identify as being somewhere else on the gender spectrum. If you identify as non binary, you see gender as a spectrum, says Dr. Jensen. You're basically saying, I don't buy into the two ends of the poles, people can be anywhere on that spectrum. Pangender. 
A synonym of omnigender and polygender. This umbrella term describes anyone whose gender identity carries varying aspects of multiple identities and expressions. Pronouns. Historically, we've been pretty binary, male, female, in the way we approach using pronouns to talk about those around us. Luckily, as our language evolves, we've created new ways of identifying how we feel about who we are. Our use of pronouns has expanded to include interchangeable gender neutral pronouns like they, them, their, z, zem, zir, z, zim, zir, and others. Names and pronouns have meaning, and people take them seriously, says Dr. Jensen. It's very personal. Transgender. This term describes someone whose gender identity doesn't match their assigned sex at birth, and it's inclusive of both binary, male, female, and non binary gender identities. Some individuals are very open about being transgender. However, some may prefer to avoid that term entirely and simply exist as the gender they are, what's sometimes referred to as passing. And that's okay. How you choose to present yourself is entirely up to you. There are a lot of transgender individuals whose goal is to just be and be seen as the gender they identify as, says Dr. Jensen. So, they don't want to be called transgender, a trans man, or a trans woman. The process of transitioning from your sex assigned at birth to your identified gender looks different for every person based on your individual experiences. In many cases, the first step to transition is called social transitioning. During this step, you may express your gender identity by changing the way you present yourself at home or in public. This gender expression can be evidenced in the clothing and accessories you wear, your body language, or your interests and activities. You may also ask friends and family to refer to you by a different name or pronoun that better fits your gender identity. You can also legally change your name. This period of social transitioning may last months, years, or a lifetime. You may want to go through a physical transition, too, with the help of hormone replacement therapy and/or gender confirmation, affirming surgery. In many cases, according to WPATH guidelines, Centers require some period of social transition prior to receiving these healthcare services. In some cases, puberty blockers are used to put a hold on puberty to allow more time for a young person to understand their gender identity. For some folks, hormone replacement therapy can be enough for someone to feel like they've fully transitioned. Some people can't take hormones with certain medical conditions, and some choose not to for personal reasons, says Dr. Jensen. You can use different interventions like chest binders, voice therapy, or hair removal to improve your gender expression. But you may still want gender confirmation, affirming surgery to modify your chest, sometimes called top surgery, modify your genitalia, sometimes called bottom surgery, or other surgical procedures that modify your face, voice, body hair, or other physical aspects of your body. Whatever path you choose to carry out your transition is entirely up to you. But it's important that you seek out LGBTQIA friendly healthcare providers who can walk you through that process and discuss your options. Two spirited. This term is typically reserved for indigenous, Native Americans who embrace a third gender that contains aspects of both masculine and feminine spirits in one person. Two spirited individuals are historically valued, honored, and respected among their tribe for the spiritual and social roles they play in their communities. The spectrum of gender identity and gender dysphoria. There are multiple ways in which you might define your gender identity. Several gender identities are all inclusive umbrella terms that reflect gender as much larger than the male female binary. And while some of these terms stand on their own, others may be interchangeable. 
There are different variations for many of these terms because gender is a spectrum, says Dr. Jensen. Here are some other important terms to know. Gender fluid. Your gender may shift and change over time and can include multiple genders. Gender neutral. For some people, this is similar to agender. If you're gender neutral, you don't identify with one specific gender but may identify with varying aspects of multiple genders. Or you reject the idea of gender labeling altogether. Gender nonconforming. This umbrella term describes anyone whose gender identity and gender expression don't align with cultural expectations of the male female binary. If you're gender nonconforming, you may think of yourself as having no gender, multiple genders, or a third gender that's neither male nor female. Gender normative. Your gender identity and gender expression align with cultural expectations of the male female binary. Gender variant. Sometimes known as gender expansive, this term is similar to gender nonconforming. It describes anyone who identifies with a gender outside of the male female binary. Gender queer. Similar to gender nonconforming and gender variant, you may identify as genderqueer if you think of yourself as having no gender, multiple genders, or a third gender that's neither male nor female. It's important to note, though, that while some people see this term as affirming, others find it derogatory. This should be a self identification, not a label you give to or say to another person. Sometimes, you may experience gender dysphoria if aspects of your physical body don't align with the gender you identify with. But it's important to note that not everyone who's transgender experiences gender dysphoria, and not everyone who experiences gender dysphoria is transgender. Wherever you are on your gender journey, whether you're at your destination or still figuring out your path forward, making an effort to understand gender identity is something we can all do to create a more inclusive world. Well, there you have it. I hope you found this informative and interesting. I'm gonna pass this back over to Jimmy. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, David. And I think that was kind of interesting.、Uh, one thing I do want to clear up I'm a man, my wife is a woman. We're not cisgender, we're male and female. And as far as pronouns go, since you can pick out any pronoun that you want, from now on, I want to be known as sexy. <laughs> so when you. <laughs> so. When you see me coming, don't say, Here he comes. Say, Here comes sexy. Why not? Everyone can pick out what they want, right? Hey, I want to thank you, the listeners, for being here today. And I want to let you know we're going to pick up this topic next week in a full episode of An Apple a Day. I'm putting this out there. I want to invite anyone who, is, who considers himself a trans woman. Or a trans man to be a guest on an apple a day, and maybe you can explain it better than what we're finding on the internet, directly right from the horse's mouth, so to speak. If you're willing to come on the podcast, the address that you send your email to will be in the show notes. I want to remind you an apple a day is an audio only podcast, so there's no YouTube or anything like that. We don't Put your picture up. You know, we're not shooting videos of you. So it's very discreet and your, your privacy is respected. We're not looking to out anybody or anything like that. But I would like to get firsthand knowledge from somebody who is actually in the middle of this, who is trans. 
if you're willing to come on and be part of the podcast, I'd be I'd love to have you on. So just look for my email address in the show notes. Send me an email. I'm not even asking you to put it up on a chat board because I, I want to respect your privacy. That said, I want to thank everyone for being here today. I know we went a little bit long on this, but I think it was worth it. And I'll talk to you again real soon. My name is Jimmy Apple. You've been listening to An Apple a Day's The Fritter. And have a great one today, my friends. Join Jimmy tomorrow for another Apple Fritter. In the meantime, stop over at our YouTube group page, Living with a Disability. Join in the conversation and make some new friends. See you next time.